and welcome. So happy you're here. This is Ashley's Heart Song, the place where we get out of the stress and back into the body. This is the three brains approach. So we are here. I am Ashley Tori and your host for Ashley's Heart Song. Again, this is the three brains approach to bring more energy and vitality into your very being, into your physical body, your soul, and your spirit. And today it is all about stress. We are speaking to stress today in the body's natural dance with stress. Yes, your body has a dance with stress. We have two types of stress. The stress that we know about where we want to pull our hair out and scream at the top of our lungs sometimes. And then there's that stress that's beneficial for us. It's called eustress. And that stress is stress like you know, you have a new baby or a new grandbaby that's coming to the family and there's so much thrill and anticipation around that. There is a stress to that, but it's a natural stress and it's a stress that your um, actually nourishes your body. And that is that you stress. However, today we're going to be talking about the other stress, that stress that is more geared around the things that we wish were not happening in our life. So I am going to do one more little deal. All right, there we go. So let's get started first with a quote. I love quotes. Do you find that quotes give you um, an inspiration? They inspire us sometimes. Other times they give us just that little nugget of wisdom that was missing from before. And this one right here really was profound when it comes to what we're speaking to today. And this is by William James. And he says, the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. So do you ever feel as though your thoughts are coming in so fast that you can't or couldn't possibly catch them? And we have tens of thousands of thoughts a day. There is no way we can capture every single thought. But when we get started capturing just one thought, then it makes it easier to catch another thought. And then it's easier to catch another one. And pretty soon your mental muscles have grown so much that you're catching more of the thoughts than you ever thought that you could. So we're gonna go into thoughts and the way they create stress in our body. But first, we got to do our normal weekly check. What is your vitality score? We want to check in every week and just see what is the score of your vitality from mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. So when we look at all four of these bodies that you have, each one can rate anywhere from a one to a 10. One being you are stinking in that department. Let's say take physical body, for instance. You don't feel any energy. You feel lethargic. Um, maybe you feel as bloated and just unwell. That would be a one. And then we got the 10 where, yeah, I am feeling really good. I feel fit. And that's a 10. And you can score anywhere in between. So rate yourself right now on your physical body. Where do you feel this week your vitality score is? 
Vitality is the life that flows through us. Where do you rate? One to 10. Then our emotional body. Emotionally, how are you feeling this week? You know, are you a little moody? Perhaps you've been reactive. Perhaps you've been more responsive. So reactive would be more around a one to five and responsive is scoring a five to, or a six to a 10. Let's break it up like that. So where do you rate emotionally? Do you find that stress is getting to you on an emotional level? Is it impacting your life in that way? And then we have the mental body. How are you mentally? Are your thoughts going 90 to nothing and you can't keep up with yourself? Do you find you're just in that, ah, you know, that mental angst where you just want to pull your hair out? Or do you find that, you know, my thoughts have been slow. I feel on point. I have clarity. That would give you that score of a six to a 10. Whereas the angst, the pull your hair out kind of moment is going to score a one to a five. And then we have our spiritual body. So spiritually, where are you in your journey? Do you feel as though today you are connected or do you feel disconnected? Rating it from one to 10. Now, the highest vitality score you will get on a test like this is 40. So where are you falling this week? Between one and 40, where are you falling? Now, what do you do with that vitality score? Well, keep a log of it. Each week, you'll be taking, if you come to my show each week, we're going to be checking your vitality score. Check the vitality score and compare it from one week to the next and just see your growth. You know, if you started out on episode one at, you know, at 18, and now you find that, wow, I'm more around 25. That's awesome. That means that you're checking in, you're noting the health and vitality of every area of you, your physical body, emotional body, mental body, spiritual body. You're checking in with them and you're seeing whether your things are in your life are causing reaction or things in your life are causing more of a response. And really the way we look at that is what is our response and reaction to life? Are we allowing ourselves to be reactive? Or are we staying fully rooted in our grounding, firmly planted in our heart song and maintaining our balance in all four of those areas. So as you begin this work in this practice, your vitality score will get higher and higher and higher. So just hang tight for that. So we want to look at what is stealing the energy and vitality from us. And this week, we're looking at stress and how stress lowers that score. When we're looking at the stress that we become reactive in our life, that is what we want to take a really close look at and begin to see where and how can I change that? How can I master this stress? We know that stress has been linked to a range of health problems, 
cardiovascular disease, diabetes, autoimmune disease, chronic pain. It can increase the risk of mental health issues. The list goes on y'all, depression, anxiety. So what can we do with all of that? Well, when it gets to be that big, we have a lot to deal with. How about if we work with it in the space between? And what I mean by that is the space from the moment it entered into your life, the stressor, the moment the stressor entered into your life to before you have any health issues. What if we work with it right in there in that space between? This is where magic happens. This is the place where we can transform it. So when we're looking at when the stress comes in, what's happening then? We don't want it to get to the point where it's creating dis-ease in our body. We want to work with it before it even gets there. So how do we even know where we have stress? Well, we have a number of telltale signs. One is increased heart rate. One is your, you know, your body could be shaky, shortness of breath, tension in your breath. That means it's kind of hard to take a breath. Um, increased blood pressure. Um, your thoughts aren't uh, clear. They're more sporadic. Um, they could be confusion in there. And I don't mean confusion as in you don't know your own mind, but it's like you just can't keep your thoughts straight. That's where stress, a telltale sign of stress. Negative thoughts and negative speaking come out when we're under stress. So a surefire way to see if you're under stress is listen to your self-talk. Listen to the words that come out of your mouth and the thoughts that go through your mind. And that right there will tell you if you're under stress or not. But what's happening inside our body when we feel all of that, y'all, we have free radical damage. That means increased aging. That's more wrinkles faster, right? We don't want wrinkles at a really fast rate. We want to slow down that process, so we want to master our stress. We also have fat storage. When your body, when you're feeling those effects in your body, that's when your body's storing fat and utilizing lean tissue for energy. That means the muscle that you work so hard to build in the gym, well, your body is using that, it's eating that, so that you have energy for the day. We don't want that either. We want to be fit. We want the lean tissue. We don't want the excess adipose tissue. So therefore we learn how to master our stress. We also have a lowered immune system. So our body, the digestive enzymes in the gut decrease exponentially when we're under stress. The enzymes are what chew up your food so that your food can be broken down and assimilated and going to the proper channels, that lowers. So then you have more digestive ups, upset in the upper digestive tract. Then we have a die-off of healthy gut bacteria. And that is going to give you lower digestive distress. <laughs> Doesn't feel good. And it lowers your immune system exponentially. Y'all, in all stress steals our energy. If you would love to have more energy in your life, then learn to master your stress. And in today's episode, I'm going to help you do just that. 
But before we get there, we also need to understand what it does to us in those three categories that we look at in every episode, our mental, physical, and emotional, fitness, excuse me. We want to gain an understanding for all that stress does. Because what I see and experience and witness when I'm working with clients, talking with people, just day-to-day talk, is that stress is kind of rushed under the carpet, meaning people will say, oh, I'm under so much stress, but they don't do anything about it. It's just like, oh, this is life. This is my life. I'm just under stress. And so we don't take it seriously, whereas stress is the number one reason for dis-ease. When you have dis-ease in your body, your body will break down faster and the lifespan is typically shorter. And if the lifespan isn't shorter, it sure isn't very fun because you don't feel good. We're here on planet earth, y'all, right? We're here to do something. We're here to have fun. We're here to have a thrill ride. But when we take on the stress inside our body, it impairs us. And it impairs us mentally by reducing cognitive function, our ability to process, our ability to concentrate, our ability to remember past experiences and lessons and wisdoms and be able to make very well informed decisions. It impairs all of that. Physically, those symptoms that I just explained to you about the cannibalization of the muscles when we're under stress and then we hold on to fat, that's not good. What all of is happening with that is our body's preparing for fight or flight. So our body is about to save our life because it's getting just Herculean strength and it's getting very quick in its response time so that it can react to the stressor and survive. But we aren't faced with those kind of stressors very often. We're not faced with the bear chasing us or the lion chasing us. We're not faced with those life or death situations. Most people are not impacted by those life or death situations that call on that stress response. And we want our body to be in that type of condition to be able to do that when it's needed. However, we don't want to break our body down so much with lower level stress and not have what we need for that four minute time frame to save our life. So we recognize that our body is using up a lot of fuel and there's two hormones that are secreted during this time to help us. And that's cortisol and adrenaline. Well, when we're in the lower level stress and we're just anxious about something or worried or concerned, we don't want that cortisol because it's just going to wreak havoc on our system and put more body fat on our body because it's not being used up. The thing about cortisol is it gives you some energy and we want it going off at the right times of day. We want it elevating during the first part of the day and lowering during the last half of the day so that we can use the energy it provides during the first part of our day. 
then the last part, it goes down. Adrenaline gives us that, that power, right? That quickness, the speed, the strength. We love all of those, but if we're not going to use them, they just wreak havoc on our system. So that's what's happening physically. And then emotionally, wow, y'all, stress affects the worry factor so much. And when we worry, it impacts our whole nervous system. We can go into adrenal fatigue when we are emotionally overwrought, meaning our emotions are put to the test every single day with the worry, the anxiety that breaks down our nervous system. Not a good thing for us. We want balance in our life, standing firmly grounded, firmly planted. It's about not having so much hormone being excreted throughout your whole body. So let's talk about how we can turn this whole thing around and benefit from what we've learned from past stressors. So one of the number one ways that we create stress in our life, and yes, I said we create stress, and that is from words, the words that we speak. So it's the thoughts we think, and they come out as the words that we speak. What we speak becomes embedded in our heart. And that is what is produced in our life. So you may say, you may disagree with that. And you may say, no, I can speak that because it's real. And in last week's episode, we spoke about the realist, pessimist, and optimist points of view. And we may deny that, that no, this is really just what's happening now. My car broke down. Um, I'm late for work every day. I, you know, we're speaking those things because they really happen. Well, if we continue to speak them, and yes, that's negative talk. When things don't go right, that's a negative slant to our speech. It could be what really happened, but what about we turn that around and we speak about what we want to happen? What would you love to have happen? I am on time for work every day and my car runs like a dream. I have the perfect vehicle to get me back and forth from work. What's wrong with speaking that? And when we speak that, that gets embedded in our heart and our heart has this magnetic system that is 50,000 times more magnetic than our head brain, than a thought in our mind, 50,000 times more magnetic than that. And that means it's stronger. It gets out there. We create our future, y'all. We create our world through the words that we speak. So one way and the easiest way to master your stress is to look at the words you're speaking and make sure that the words you do speak are the ones that you want to embed on your heart, because those are the ones that are going to produce what you would love. I love thinking about this stuff. I am such a geek when it comes to this. 
And I know that it is not an easy thing. It's so natural for us to point out what's going wrong. In fact, I just experienced this, y'all. It was so fun. I was speaking to a girlfriend of mine on the phone just a little bit ago, and I got this new desk chair for my office. And I was, I'm, I'm trying it out today. Today's my first day in this new chair. And I'm sitting in this chair and I like it because it's lower profile. And so it doesn't go above my shoulders. And, and I like that better when I'm on camera. And so I'm sitting there in it, but I'm noticing I'm fidgeting a lot. And I realized that my lower body is really aching. And I'm thinking, what is going on here? And I'm fidgeting, fidgeting. Well, guess what I do? I speak that out and I go, I don't know if you've noticed how I'm fidgeting, but I got this new chair and it is so uncomfortable. And the moment it was out of my mouth, I went, oh man, <laughs> I just spoke into existence, something that was happening to me, but I don't want that kind of thing to happen. So does that mean I'm in denial? No, but it does mean this. I want to bring the most perfect, comfortable chair into my life. And how am I going to do that? I am not going to speak about what is wrong with what's going on. I'm going to speak about what is going right. I got this new chair. It's a great size. I love the low profile, right? I speak about everything that is right with it so that what is wrong with it will correct itself. I have no idea how that's going to correct itself. It's not up to me really, other than returning the chair possibly, but I want to speak about what I do love about the chair so that when I get a new chair, it has everything that I would love. It's comfortable. It's low profile. My body feels comfortable and energized in it, right? So even though we're speaking about something that's really happening, we don't want more of that. I don't want more of an uncomfortable chair. I want a comfortable chair. I want a chair that my body sings in. So therefore, that's what I express. So the idea behind that is not for me to express it to my friend. Even though she's my friend and we want to tell our friends everything, she doesn't need to know that. I did not need confirmation of that in my mind, in my heart. So that is one of those superfluous type of comments that we make, but those kind of comments matter. They do. When we're unwell, maybe your body's going through a time and it feels unwell. If we speak to the unwellness, we're only going to have more unwellness and more stress around that because how we're speaking is that negative slant. And that just brings more in, which brings more stress. So if you're looking at your work and you are wanting to get something out to your team, let's say, let's say you have a team that you work with and you would love to get something all prepared for the team for the next month. And it takes a lot of time and effort and openness to be able to put that document together in order to get it out to the team on time. If you speak of, man, I have got to get this done. My deadline is Thursday. And oh my gosh, I'm running out of time because my day is so busy. Guess what just happened? 
you spoke more stress into your life by using the word busy. More stress was brought into your life because of the I don't have time or I am running short on time. More stress comes into your life because it is the, did you notice the elevated pitch of my voice? It was that squeaky stress voice. <laughs> well, that's not relaxed. That's not at ease. And so that comment is only going to bring more angst around that document that needs to be prepared for your team. But what if it was, oh, I have time and space to put this document together for my team and oh, speaking the wisdom that I get to speak this month into them, nourish them in a way that helps fuel them for their journey through the month. Wow, this is going to be awesome, right? When we speak the life into it, then it makes putting the document in together more fun, less stress. And we can actually speak that wisdom into the document. We can actually put our heart into the document and encourage them in their endeavors for the month. Do you see how that works? It just takes the, the edge out of building your business. It takes the edge out of your body and the grip that it has when it's under stress. You feel more balanced and at ease or your, your emotions are just singing. When we tap into the song of our heart, our purpose, our reason for being, when we tap into that and live according to that inspiration and keep that in mind when we're planning out our business activities for the week, when we're planning out our fitness activities for the week, when we are planning our food and our fun time and our service work, when we're planning all of that, it makes it more fun and joy-filled when we come from the song of our heart. But if we're under stress and under attack from the stress, our body is being beat up and we're black and blue all over, that is when we're not living from the song of our heart and everything gets hard. There's no time to do it. There's a grip. So we want to open up ourselves, release that stress. So how can we do that, y'all? I'm going to give you a few things that you can do that will help you to relieve this. Music is one of the best medicines in helping to reduce stress. Music. So turn on the music, sing to it, because when we sing, Guess what happens? We have a vibration that happens in our body. That vibration goes throughout all of our cells and the cells start dancing. Hum. When you hum. And you get those hums in. Guess what happens? That hum triggers the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is the longest sympathetic nerve, parasympathetic nerve of the body. It helps the body shift from stress to relax in a moment. Hum, and you will begin to shift into a parasympathetic state. So if you find you're in that mindset of, oh my gosh, I don't have time to get all this done, begin humming. Just begin humming one of your favorite songs. And that will help you to shift into that parasympathetic state so that you have time and space for all that you want to do. And you do not, you do not 
have the stress or the grip. You will be at ease. So turn on the music, dance and put your body in motion, let your body vibrate, get into humming, and you will begin transforming that. Now there's one more tip that I have for you. When you see the stress coming, you have two options. You can accept the stress. When we accept whatever stressors coming at us, oh, I'm going to be late for this. Accept it. Rise above. All right. So what can I do during this time? If I am in traffic and I'm going to be late because of traffic. Okay. I'm here in traffic. Now what? Well, let me call ahead and get somebody else going on this thing that I'm going to be late for, right? Empower someone else to step into position. You could also go, well, I'm in my car, so I might as well hum a tune. <laughs> hum, bring yourself into parasympathetic. If you're going to be in that situation anyway, you might as well change your internal rhythm, transform it in a moment. The second thing that you can do Instead of accepting it, find the gift in it. What is the gift inside that situation? Find that gift right away. All right, I'm going to be late for work. So where's the gift in this? Well, the gift is maybe it's going to give you more time to listen to that book on tape that's been inspiring you so much. Maybe it's going to give you that time to be in stillness and with your breath, learning how to calm yourself during moments of stress. Find the gift and you will be empowered all along the way. It is so beautiful. So I wanna remind you that we are right here for Ashley's Heart Song every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Central Time. You can catch me here with a new topic around the heart song and how we can tap into it and the elements that play against it sometimes like today we spoke about stress last week we spoke about our mindset so tune in to me every monday for ashley's heart song thank you so much for joining me i look forward to seeing you next week on ashley's heart song thanks so much